Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. I'm going to do something a little bit different with this episode, and I'm going to go through scripture, and I'm going to read what the Bible says will be happening in the end days. So what Jesus said, what God says in the Bible. So I'm going to read a lot of scripture tonight. So if you ever wondered what the Bible has to say about end times Bible prophecy, stay tuned because I'm going to let you know. So first off and right out the bat, uh, here's an article. And if you guys aren't familiar with Dr. David Reagan of Lamb and Lion Ministries, um, he actually just retired, but um, he has profound knowledge uh, in scripture and in prophecy and uh, in times prophecy. And he's just a wonderful, wonderful man. So uh, here's an article. He has this actually, it was posted in prophecynewswatch.com. And I found the article via Jan's website at olivetreeviews.org. Uh, yeah, olivetreeviews.org. So um, I'll show you what the title of this article is. It says 50 Reasons Why We Are Living in the End Days. It was written by Dr. David Reagan. So I'm going to jump down to the category and we're going to get started. So number one, increasing instability of nature. And he cites Matthew 24, 7 and Luke 21, 11. So I'm going to pull that up here in my Bible and I'm going to look at uh, Matthew 24, 7. And so since I have listeners um, from all over uh, the world, and um, so I'm going to read this passage out of the NCV, which is the New Century Version. And uh, if you have any questions about that version, you can go to gotquestions.org and learn all about that translation for you King James Version only people. So it was the same scholars uh, that went through the NASB and the ESV translations in the New King James Version translation. They actually did translate this version as well. So it's a little bit easier to understand. Uh, for folks, especially who don't know English very well. So since I have listeners uh, from everywhere, I'm going to read out of this translation. So Matthew 24, 7 says, let's see if we can pull it up here. So it says, nations will fight against other nations. Kingdoms will fight against other kingdoms. There will be times when there is no food for people to eat, and there will be earthquakes in different places. These things are like the first pains when something new is about to be born. Okay, so that's Matthew 24, 7. And let's see what Luke says. So we're going to look at Luke 21, 11. Let's see what this says. So Luke 21, 11 says, let me find it here. Okay, so in various places, there will be great earthquakes, sicknesses, and a lack of food, fearful events, and great signs will come from heaven. And that is Luke 21, 11. So look at everything going on. Right now we have Russia uh, invading, literally invading Ukraine. Ukraine was a quote unquote peaceful. They didn't provoke uh, the bear, but here we have Putin invading them anyway. We have, uh, they're not obeying uh, the ceasefire. I think he's only calling that so that he can uh, recoup his troops and get ready to invade again. They are firing on civilian, civilians. They are using um, cluster bombs, which is against humanitarian um, efforts. So, I mean, he's de basically a war criminal now, but he's also in cahoots with China and Iran. So all of these nations are coming together as prophesied in the Bible. And so we understand that they are fighting Ukraine right now. They've invaded Ukraine, but Putin is not going to stop with Ukraine. And so in a little bit, I'm going to go to Ezekiel 38, and I'm going to go through 38 and 39, and I'm going to read that to you guys so you're going to have an idea of what's really going on. So if this, what is happening now with Putin invading Ukraine and China coming in and Iran and Syria and all the, and Turkey and all these things are coming together like the Bible prophecy, then you're going to understand Ezekiel 38 and 39 a little bit more. And you're also going to understand why Russia is doing what Russia is doing. Okay. So if this is like the, the, the prophecy for, then that would make Putin Gog, G-O-G. Okay. Gog of Magog. So Gog is the leader of Magog. 
And so God is the one, God, G-O-D, Almighty, our Heavenly Father, is the one who actually puts the hook in the jaw of Gog and brings him down to Israel. So it's quite fascinating if you do study uh, Bible prophecy. But we'll come to that a little bit later. So the next one on the list is increasing lawlessness in violence. And that is Matthew 24 and verse 12. And that tells us there will be more and more evil in the world. So most people will stop showing their love for each other. Now, if you look around the world right now, I think you can plainly say that, yes, this is happening. There is no love there is division there is hatred there is um racism there is all kinds of stuff lately and there's like racism where there isn't racism there is it's crazy but you can see the the division and the hatred um and so it's all coming to a front right now and you can see that happening so yes you can say that lawlessness and violence is happening now. You, all you got to do is look back uh, to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, you can look at everything that's happening. Like all the mi- seven miles of the city has been burned. And so there's increasing violence towards police officers. There is. So, I mean, we see this happening right now. Rioting, looting, lawlessness. In California, they're just, they've, they've, even, they've even made laws to make it easier for people to go in and loot and steal and not go to jail so you can see all these things happening the next one is increasing immorality and we find that in matthew 24 37 so matthew 24 verse 37 tells us let me see if i can find it here okay so uh, when the son of man comes it will be like what happened during noah's time so uh, we all remember that. You remember Noah, what happened during those days, the Nephilim. Um, there was nothing but evil continuously in the hearts of man. So these things will be happening again, just like they happened back in Noah's day. We see that happening right now on an explosive scale. So immorality has just gone off the charts. There are things happening in this world right now that, I mean, I would never even utter out of my mouth. We'll put it that way. So the next one is increasing materialism. This is found in 2 Timothy verse 3 and 2. And I do have this one marked. So I said I was going to read that one. So 2 Timothy uh, verse 2 talks about materialism, okay? And so it also talks about the increasing influence of humanism. And we see that happening right now. So that is number four on the list and six on the list. So let's read 2 Timothy 3 verse 2. Because people will love themselves, love money, brag, and be proud. They will say evil things against others and will not obey their parents or be thankful or be the kind of people God wants. That is verse 3 and 2. So next on the list is increasing hedonism. So that is 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse number 4. So let's skip on down to verse 4. It says they will be cruel, will hate what is good, will turn against their friends, and will do foolish things without thinking. They will be conceited, will love pleasure instead of God. So that's verse 4. So then we have the next on the list is depraved entertainment. I don't know if you guys have turned on the TV lately or if you've gone to the movies lately. I think you can attest that, yes, entertainment is now literally depraved. That is also 2 Timothy 3 and verse 4. So you can see these things happening in the world. So the next one is calling evil good and good evil that is second timothy chapter 3 verse 3 and it is also the famous one is isaiah 5 20 so i will read second timothy 3 3 for you guys they will not love others will refuse to forgive will gossip it will not control themselves they will be cruel 
will hate what is good, will turn against their friends, and will do foolish things without thinking. They will be conceited, will love pleasure instead of God, and will act as if they serve God, but will not have his power. Stay away from those people, the Bible warns us. So I went ahead and read through um, that whole uh, verse there, all the way through verse 5. So to give you like context. And so the other one here is the Isaiah 5.20. So let's go to Isaiah and read out of chapter 5, verse 20. So you'll have a little bit of idea of what the Old Testament. Here's going to say, well, that's just the New Testament. Well, the Old Testament gives us prophecies as well. And many there are. So uh, verse uh, chapter 5 in verse 20. And it says, how terrible it will be for people who call good things bad and bad things good, who think darkness is light and light is darkness, who think sour is sweet and sweet is sour. And he goes on to say um, in verse 21, how terrible it will be for people who think they are wise and believe they are clever. So if you get a chance to read Isaiah chapter 5, I think it's a good one to read the entire chapter. So the next one is going to be increasing use of drugs, and that is 2 Timothy 3.3, which we've already read. So this talks about pharmakia in the Greek, which is where we get our word pharmaceuticals. So look around the world today. Look at all the drug commercials you see on TV. Look at them legalizing marijuana. Look at all the opioids. Look at what's going on in the White House. We're going to give you clean crack pipes so that you can go smoke your crack. Okay, so you see what is going on. Phar- and, I, you know, pharmacia drugs are not just illegal drugs. Look at all of the legal drugs that the pharmacies are giving. That psychiatry, you know how many psychiatry, psychiatry is? Um, is evil. If you look at Carl Jung, look at what that man believed. He thought demons talked to him. He put a little wooden ruler in a box and he talked to it. You know, and he, dude, he, I think he was possessed by demons. But uh, these are the people the psychiatrists, modern day psychiatrists, listen to. But nobody goes back to look at these people. Nobody goes back to research, you know, what these, these people taught and what they believed. So, but no, but psychiatrists, so you give all these drugs. Okay, so what about the one that was real popular to help you quit smoking? You guys remember that? It also caused people to kill themselves, okay? Uh, all the children, the kids that are using guns, that are going to school, they're all on these psychotropic drugs that are given to them by psychiatrists. So it's all drugs. Drugs is the key word here. So it doesn't have to necessarily be illegal drugs. So you do some research. So what else do we have? So we have increasing blasphemy. This is 2 Timothy 3, 2. I had somebody come up and ask me, hey, are you watching that new series? Okay, it's like the, what is that, a Western Ranch series, right? And so, oh, no, I haven't. So I turned it on just to, to listen to it. The very first episode out the bat, they were, uh, bla- they were saying the name's Lord, taking his name in vain, and they were cursing and using the F word, and I was like, this is not a show that I want to watch. So, I have not watched the show. I turned it off. I said, that's not something I want to watch or I want to listen to. So, increasing blasphemy, which is 2 Timothy 3 and 2. But you see, it happens on such a regular basis that people, they don't care. They're like, oh, it's just, you know, it's just a TV show. They're just using God's name in vain. It's okay. It's okay. So, they don't Realize that we worship a holy, reverent God. We don't realize that. People don't realize that. But you need to actually realize we worship a holy, reverent God. Keep that in mind on the things that you listen to and the things that you watch and the things that you read. Remember that remember does it matter what the world says it doesn't matter what the world does we are not of this world the bible says you were in this world but you are not of this world so remember that we are so we are set apart we are we are set apart from the worldly people we should live different we should live like we belong to jesus christ so 
we have increasing blasphemy, which is 2 Timothy uh, 3, verse 2, which I've already talked about. So people love themselves and love money and brag, and they'll be proud. Okay, look at this. We're loud and proud. Okay, that's just telling you right there that that is a sinful thing. So increasing paganism, and that is 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. So let's read that. So remember this. In the last days, there will be many troubles because people will love themselves, love money, brag, and be proud. They will say evil things against others and will not obey their parents or be thankful or be the kind of people God wants. They will not love others, will refuse to forgive, will gossip, and will not control themselves. They will be cruel, will hate what is good, will turn against their friends, and will do foolish things without thinking. So, these are the days that we live in. So it says they will be conceited and will love pleasure instead of God. So increasing despair, which is 2 Timothy 3 and 1. So signs in the heaven, which is Luke 21, 11 and 25. So let's see what Luke says. So one quick fact about Luke, he was a doctor and he was Greek. <laughs> he was not Jewish. So here we go. So Luke 21. Let's check out what Luke says in chapter 21, verse 11 and 25. So verse 11 says, In various places there will be great earthquakes, sicknesses, and a lack of food. Fearful events and great signs will come from heaven. And verse 25 tells us, there will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On earth, nations will be afraid and confused because of the roar and fury of the sea. It even says people will be so afraid they will faint, wondering what is happening to the world because the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Interesting note I just saw um, on the on the weather channel on my phone. It said there was like the largest solar flare that they had recorded. And I was like, wow. That happened like yesterday. So anyway, uh, the next one is increasing knowledge. And that is Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. And I'm going to combine these two because the next one is, is increasing travel. And that is Daniel chapter 12, verse 4 as well. Daniel has a lot to say about end times prophecy. And I find it ironic that, um, not really ironic, but we are living in the end days. And what did God tell Daniel to do? He told him to seal the book up until the end of times. He goes, Daniel, this is not for you to know. So, and you guys know I talk about um, uh, uh, Jack Vanipy. You guys remember old Jack Vanipy had like most of the Bible memorized. He was a little old cute man and his wife, you know. And uh, so my brother got me um, his Bible, his prophecy Bible that he wrote, of course, you know, passed away in, I think it was January of 2020. And this Bible has been out of print for a very long time. Well, I guess for Excella and they had decided to put it back into print. So my brother got it for me last year for Christmas and he's got the book of Daniel, the prophecy all laid out. It's awesome. It is very, all he does revelation as well. And so I've actually did a few videos uh, on my YouTube about Daniel, about the book of Daniel coming from, um, that his prophecy Bible there. So anyway, let's move on. So Jan Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. So uh, what does it say? So Daniel 4 says, at that time, we're going to read. You know what? I was going to go ahead and read. I'm going to read the entire um, chapter 12 of Daniel because it's not that long and it's really informative, especially when it comes to Bible prophecy. So let's listen to what he has to say. So the Bible says, at that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people will stand up. There will be a time of much trouble, the worst time since nations have been on earth. But your people will be saved. Everyone whose name is written in, God, in God's book will be saved. Many people who have already died will live again. Some of them will wake up to have life forever, but some will wake up to find shame and disgrace forever. The wise people will shine like the brightness of the sky. Those who teach others to live right will shine like stars forever and ever. But you, this is verse, this is verse four, but you, Daniel, close up the book and seal it. These things will happen at the time of the end. Many people will go here and there to find true knowledge. Then I, Daniel, looked and saw two other men, 
One was standing on my side of the river and the other was standing on the far side. The man who was dressed in linen was standing over the water in the river. One of the two men spoke to him and asked, How long will it be before these amazing things come true? The man dressed in linen who stood over the water raised his hands toward heaven and I heard him swear by the name of God who lives forever. It will be for three and one half years. The power of the holy people will finally be broken and then all these things will come true. I heard the answer, but I did not really understand. So I asked, Master, what will happen after all these things come true? He answered, Go your way, Daniel. The message is closed up and sealed until the end of time, or till the end, till the time of the end. Many people will be made clean, pure, and spotless, but the wicked will continue to be wicked. Those wicked people will not understand these things, but the wise will understand them. Did you hear that? In these days that we're living in right now, we are living in the end days. And what does the Bible tell us will, will, will be in these days? And verse 10 tells us, Many people will be made clearing, pure, and spotless, but the wicked will continue to be wicked. And then it says, Those wicked people will not understand these things, but the wise will understand them. And, of course, uh, verse 11 talks about, this is the tribulation, where it talks about the daily sacrifice will be stopped. Then, after 1,290 days from that time, a blasphemous object that brings destruction will be set up. And that is, in the other versions, is the desolation, the abomination of desolation. So, anyway, it talks about number verse 12 says, Those who wait for the end of the 1,335 days will be happy. And it says, As for you, Daniel... Go your way until the end. You will get your rest, and at the end, you will rise to receive your reward. So the very end there talks about the tribulation and the great tribulation. So very interesting. The days are absolutely numbered for a reason. And so people say, you know, you know, the rapture will never, you know, you're not going to know when the rapture is going to happen, but you will know the second coming of Christ because as soon as that happens, the abomination of desolation, you can count it off, folks. So anyway, let's move on right along. So, of course, we have increasing paganism, uh, despair, science in the heaven, increasing knowledge and travel. And you, clearly you can see travel and knowledge have increased. Google anything you want to and you're going to get 50 million answers in seconds, right? Travel to and fro. We're going to the moon. We're traveling around the earth. We're I mean, craziness, right? So another one is the explosion of cults. That's Matthew 24, 11. So let's check out Matthew 24 and verse 11. Oops, my computer's about to go out there. So Matthew 24, 11, if I can get there. Okay, so... Uh, that also talks about many false prophets will come and cause many uh, people to believe lies. <clears throat> okay, so you think false prophets are going to be blatantly false prophets, right? You're going to think, oh, but he's clearly false. But no, there's going to be great deception. Look at Joe Olstein. Look how many people by the thousands, I would even venture to say millions, that he deceives on a weekly basis. Okay, look at, um, uh, well, Kenneth Copeland, look at their YouTube channel. Millions of people follow that demonic man, but yet he deceives them. Millions, millions are deceived. The health, wealth, prosperity gospel. If you had to put something in front of the gospel, it is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. Deceives millions of people. These are all false prophets and i'm not saying that to be as blatant as cat kerr but that woman is demonic i think she's possessed by a demon so they don't necessarily have to be in your face blatantly false prophets like kenneth copeland or cat kerr they could be you know like i was watching billy crone pastor billy crone and uh, he even talks about there was a pastor at a baptist church for 15 years, he came out and said that he was an atheist. But he said, but, you know, just tell him about Jesus. And just, you know, he did it to keep his job. Because that's how he made a living. Folks, they're behind, the, they're behind the pulpit. They are in Sunday schools. They are teaching children in the ministry. And yet, they are false prophets. So, 
always, always read your Bible, be discerning. So what else do we have? So let's move along down here. So the explosion of cults, you can see, look at the new age, Wicca, witchcraft, Satanism, even Satanism has like several different sects. There, all of these things are exploding during the end times. And so you can see these things happening. We also have the proliferation of false Christ. That's Matthew 24 and 5. These things are happening. And then, not only that, we also have the increasing apostasy in the church. And that is 2 Timothy uh, verses uh, chapter 4, verse 3 and 5. So let's go up here to 2 Timothy. All right. So. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 4 and 5, which we can see all these things are happening. So, let's see. Verse 4, verse 5. Okay, it says, but you should control yourself at all times. I am not in 2 Timothy. Am I in 2 Timothy? <laughs> yes. Okay, this is the increasing apostasy in the church. I'm used to reading it out of um, the King James Version. So, okay, chapter 4, verses 3 and 5. So. Uh, it says, uh, because the, okay, because the time will come when people will not listen to the true teaching, but will find many more teachers who please them by saying the things they want to hear. They will stop listening to the truth and will begin to follow false stories. But you uh, should control yourself at all times, accept troubles, do the work of telling the good news, and complete all the duties of a servant of God. So. And anyway, I want to go back up to the front of that. So chapter uh, 4, I just want to start in uh, verse 1. It says, I give you, this is Christ, I give you a command in the presence of God in Christ Jesus, the one who will judge the living and the dead, and by his coming and his kingdom, preach the good news, be ready at all times, and tell people, um, it says, and tell people what they need to do. Tell them when they are wrong, encourage them with great patience and careful teaching, because the time will come when people will not listen to the true teaching, but will find many more teachers who please them by saying the things they want to hear. It says they will stop listening to the truth and will begin to follow false stories. Like Cat Kerr, I went to heaven. God came into my room. And like all of this clearly blatant heretical blasphemous stuff that people will just eat it up because that's what they want to hear but we're living in those days so you if you're listening to this podcast don't let that be you <laughs> or i have failed at what god has called me to do so increasing attacks on jesus this is romans Number one, verses 18 to 19. And y'all hear me say this a lot. We're living in a Romans 1 culture. Y'all hear me say it all the time. And we are. We are living in a Romans 1 culture. So Romans 1, verse 18 to 19. What does that say? That says, God's anger is shown from heaven against all the evil and wrong things people do. By their own evil lives, they hide the truth. God shows his anger in, or because some of knowledge of him has been made clear to them. Yes, God has shown himself to them. So that's verse uh, 18 and 19. So let me go back up. Yep, I'm going to read that again because I think I, I messed it up. <laughs> God's anger is shown from heaven against all the evil and wrong things people do. By their own evil lives, they hide the truth. God shows his anger <clears throat> because some knowledge of him has been made clear to them yes god has shown himself to them so that's 18 and 19 so increasing attacks on jesus so that is happening uh increasingly so i'm going to actually um uh, grab a different version here because um i mean i know that other version is good too but i like uh this is the holman uh christian standard uh bible the hcsb not the new csb this is old school in it and you, if you want this version, you're going to have to go to eBay. <laughs> you got to go to eBay or to a used Christian bookstore or, you know, sometimes Goodwill online, though, you know, and that's usually who's doing it through eBay. But that's what I had to do 
to get this version because the new version is no way no. So uh, increasing attacks on the Bible as well. So let's go to Romans, um, Romans chapter one, verse 18 and 19 in this one. So if I can, if I can get there real quick. Sorry about that, guys. So maybe. Okay, here we go. So Romans whoo, 1, 18 and 19. That ought to be drilled into your head as many times as I've said that. <laughs> Okay, so in this version it says, For God's wrath is revealed from heaven against all godlessness and unrighteousness of people who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Since what can be known about God is evident among them because God has shown it to them. So, that's a, that's a better translation of that chapter or that verse right there. So it's increasing persecutions of Christians, which is Matthew 24, 9, which I do believe I just read, but we will read again. So let's see here. Uh, Matthew 24 and verse 9. I'm going to read this out of the uh, Holman Christian Standard uh, Bible as well. It's not as easy to flip through this one here. It's that big uh, apologetics Bible. So 24 verse 9 tells us, then they will hand you over for persecution and they will kill you. You will be hated by all nations because of my name. Then many will take offense. Sounds familiar? Sounds familiar, doesn't it? It says, then many will take offense, betray one another, and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many because lawlessness will multiply. The love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be delivered. This good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. That's what Jesus says. So there's more. Increasing occultism, which we just read in 1 Timothy uh, chapter 4. Let's read 1 Timothy chapter 4. I did uh, 2 Timothy. Let's read 1 Timothy chapter 4, perhaps. <laughs> if I can find it here, let's see. Okay, so First Timothy four verse one tells us if I can get there. Ooh, geez. Let's see here. Oops, sorry about that. Chapter four, verse one. Now the spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons. Through the hypocrisy of liars whose consciousnesses are seared. They for okay, so there you go. They forbid marriage and demand abstinence from food that God created to be received with gratitude by those who believe and know the truth. So for everything created by God is good, and nothing should be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, since it is sanctified by the word of God and by prayer. So uh, but that is true. That is. So demonic influence, we absolutely see that happening now in Hollywood, in music, uh, in all of these entertainment. You see now all these people, these actors and all these, you know, people, they don't even try to hide that they're Satanists anymore. They all, I mean, the, the, the lightning, uh, which is they all wear that, the lightning bolt, which is symbolizes Satan's fall from heaven. Uh, they cover their eyes. Uh, they they're blatant occultism. So occultism is is rampant with um, with uh, like symbolism. So people don't really realize that. But now they don't even try to hide the symbolism anymore. It's all in your face. The demonic music. I mean, we we have what's his name with his own blood in the shoes talking about that thing is absolutely. That video was abs. It was it was disgustingly sick, but we still like people still let their kids listen to this stuff. They still watch the stuff on TV. Listen to the think about the stuff you are feeding your brain, your heart. Think about it. Think about what you're listening to, and 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 you know really think about it. Um, yeah, I quit listening to uh, secular music. I would say over 20 years ago i uh, uh i picked up a friend of mine's daughter from school and we went to the park right we were coming back from the park and i remember uh the song was playing i don't even know what song it was but she was singing the lyrics and i looked over her and i said what did you say didn't even dawn on me that she was saying those lyrics and she said i was just singing the song and i was like what 
And then I realized, you know, what kind of music I was actually listening to. And at that point in time is when I decided this is not good. So um, really think about what you're listening to. So there are many, 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 many more. So let's move on. Weapons of mass destruction, which is Luke 21 and 26. Increasing famine, we just read, was Luke 21 and 11. And pestilence, Luke 21 and 11. Then we have computer technology. This is Revelation 13, 7. So I want to kind of skip a few and get there. So Revelation uh, 13, verse 7 tells us. So. And he was permitted to wage war against the saints and to conquer them. He was also given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. So that's Revelation 13, 7. All those who live on the earth will worship him. Everyone whose name was not written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slaughtered. The Bible tells us if anyone has an ear, he should listen. If anyone is destined for captivity, into captivity he goes. If anyone is to be killed with a sword, with a sword he will be killed. Here is the endurance and the faith of the saints. So, this is uh, uh, Revelation 13, um, verse 7. So, Revelation 13, verses uh, 14 and 15 talk about virtual reality. And, of course, you have satellite technology, which is Revelation 11, 8, and 9. So, there is so much um, on Bible prophecy that's happening, and people don't realize what the Bible even has to say. So, read your Bible. Get into your Bible. I'm at 36 minutes right now. I'm going to try to cut this at 40 minutes. So, let's jump into Revelation really quick. And I'm going to read 13, 14, and 15. So, this is virtual reality. Think about the metaverse that's coming around. Think about this metaverse. And if you listen to John Holler's uh, thing on YouTube, he's even talking, because he's an attorney, he's even talking about they're actually talking about uh, representing people in the metaverse, people. And old Klaus Schwab, you'll own nothing and be happy. Folks, Woo, we're heading there. So let's look it out. So Revelation 13, 14, and 15. So let me go back up here. So verses, uh, chapter 13, verse uh, 14 and 15 tells us, he deceives those who live on the earth because of the signs that he is permitted to perform on behalf of the beast, telling those who live on the earth to make an image of the beast who had the sword wound yet lived. He was permitted to give a spirit to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast could both speak and cause whoever would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. And of course, we all know verse 16 tells us, and he requires everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, the beast's name, or the number of his name. And the Bible goes on to tell us here is wisdom. The one who has understanding must calculate the number of the beast because it is the number of, the, of a man, and his number is 600. And 66. So I want you guys to think about the vaccine. Am I saying the vaccine is the mark of the beast? Absolutely not. No, it's not what I'm saying. But I want you guys to think about what all has happened with this vaccine. What all they've been able to do because of fear. They have you so scared you're going to die from this virus. Well, guess what, people? 100 people out of 100 people are going to die unless you're raptured first. But they have scared people. And, I mean, it all, that's all it took to do everything that they have done, taking away our freedoms, taking away everything. But what, what have we noticed going on in the world today? If you don't have this mark or this, I'm sorry, this vaccine, Guess what? You you can't come into the store. You can't buy your groceries. You you can't go to work. You don't have this mark. I mean, this vaccine. You see how easy it was for them to do that, you guys? Do you see how easy that was? We're living in a fallen world. Do you see how easy it is? Do I believe the Antichrist is alive today? I absolutely do. Do we know who he is? We absolutely do not know who he is. 
Will we as Christians know who the Antichrist is? No, we will not. For the Bible tells us we won't be here for that. We will be raptured because the Bible says that man of lawlessness will not be revealed until the people to the restrainer, until the restrainer is removed. And so when the restrainer is taken out of here, which is the church because we have the Holy Spirit living with us, in us. And so when we are taken out, then that man of lawlessness will be revealed. And my neighbor's great uh, German shepherd is barking. I'm surprised my little dogs are not barking too, but they're sitting right here uh, being all sweet and sleeping. So if you could see my little chihuahua, he's such a cutie pie. Anyway, <laughs> if you watch some of my videos, you can see him and one of my cat. My cat. I got two little dogs. I got a little scruffy butt and I got Squirticus, which I call him Squirt, but he thought he was Spartacus when his daddy and I named him. So anyway. So that is Revelation 13. So that talks about virtual reality. They're going to be an image of a beast. And it's going to give him a spirit. So that this image will both speak and talk. And cause one who doesn't worship the beast to be killed. Think about that. Um, so what else do we have going on? The unification of Europe. And that is Daniel 2 and 7. So chapters 2 and 7. Go ahead and read those, you guys. So far eastern military powers that's revelation 9 verse 16 and 16 verse 12 movement toward world government that's daniel chapter 7 23 to 26 of course the regathering of the jews which is isaiah 11 10 through 12 reestablishment of israel which is isaiah 66 7 and 8 the reclamation of the land of israel which is ezekiel 36 34 and 35 you remember Mark Twain said, how could anybody live in this swamp land? This is so forsaken land. Well, because the Jews were not in the land. But as soon as they came back, now look at Jerusalem. Look at Israel now. So, yeah, the Bible is true, folks. There's so many prophecies in the Bible that have already come, come true. And there's many more that are going to take place before Christ comes back. And they're even outlining when he comes back. So, we're living... In the end days. And so you know what I think I'll do? I think I'll do another one. Maybe tomorrow night. Or maybe when I, and I'm in the uh, at the hotel on Tuesday night. I may do another one with the second half. And I may go through uh, and just read the Russian threat to Israel. Which is Ezekiel 38 and 39. We kind of see all that lining up right now. The resurgence of the Israeli military. Which that has happened. That is Zechariah 12 and 6 reoccupation of jerusalem which was luke 21 and 24 outpouring of the holy spirit which was joel 2 28 through 29 the denial of creation by god which is another one's romans uh 118 so let me read uh i don't know if i read it out of this one yeah i did i did i read it out of uh, this holman christian so anyway yeah um so much more so the revival of divinic praise and worship this is amos 9 and 11 the revival of the Messianic Judaism, which is Romans 9 and 27. Preaching of the gospel worldwide, Matthew 24, 14. Translation of the Bible into many languages, Matthew 24 and 14. So, so much happening. Uh, the understanding of the Bible, which is Daniel 12, 8 and 9, which I just read earlier. So, the denial of the second coming, 2 Peter 3, 3 and 4. Uh, the Arab threat to Israel, which is Ezekiel 35 and 36, so I think I just said. Refocusing of world politics on Israel, Zechariah 12 and 3. So you can look up those uh, verses as well. So there's so many, so many. But what I did want to read really quick is, uh, let me pull it up here really quick. I read it on the, one of the last episodes that I did not too long ago. But I wanted to go through and read the Ezekiel 38 prophecy. So, this is what the world uh, people are talking about. And this is what the Bible says is going to happen uh, with God. So just pay real close attention to who's in control. Okay, so it says, The Lord spoke his word to me saying, This is uh, in the, uh, the New Century Version. Okay, so it says, Human, look toward Gog in the land of Magog, the chief ruler of the nations of Meshach and Tubal. Prophecy against him and say, the Lord God says this. I am against you, Gog, chief ruler of Meshach and Tubal. I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws. And I 
will bring you out with all your army horses and horsemen, all of whom will be dressed in beautiful uniforms. They will be a large army with large and small shields and all having swords. Persia, Cush, and Put will be with them, all of them having shields and helmets. There will also be Gomer with all his troops in the nation of Tokomar from the far north with all its troops. Many nations with you. Be prepared. Be prepared, you and all the armies that have come together to make you the commander. After a long time, you will be called for service. After those years, you will come into a land that has been rebuilt from war. The people in the land will have been gathered from many nations to the mountains of Israel, which were empty for a long time. These people were brought out from the nations, and they will all be living in safety. You will come like a storm. You, all your troops, and the many nations with you will be like a cloud covering the land. This is what the Lord God says. At that time will come into your mind. Okay, at that time, he says, ideas will come into your mind and you will think up an evil plan. You will say, I will march against the land of towns without walls. I will attack those who are at rest and live in safety. All of them live without city walls or gates, bars or gates. I will capture treasures and take loot. I will turn my power against the rebuilt ruins that now have people living in them. I will attack these people who have been gathered from the nations, who have become rich with the farm animals and property, who live at the center of the world. This is Israel, guys. Sheba, Dedan, and the traders of Tarshish with all his villages will say to you, Did you come to capture treasure? Did you bring your troops together to take loot? Did you bring them to carry away silver and gold and to take away farm animals and property? So prophesy human and say to Gog, this is what the Lord God says. Now that my people Israel are living in safety, you will know about it. You will come with many people from your place from the far north. You will have a large group with you, a mighty army, all riding horses on horses. You will attack my people Israel like a cloud that covers the land. This will happen in the days to come when I, br when I bring you against my land. Gog, then the nations will know me when they see me. Prove how holy I am and what I do through you. This is what the Lord God says. You are the one about whom I spoke in past days. I spoke through my servants, the prophets of Israel who prophesied for many years that I would bring you against them. This is what will happen. On the day Gog attacks the land of Israel, I will become very angry, says the Lord to God, with jealousy and great anger. I will tell you, or he goes, in, I'm sorry, with jealousy and great anger, I tell you that at that time there will surely be a great earthquake in Israel. The fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the wild animals, everything that crawls on the ground and all the people on the earth will shake with fear before me also the mountains will be thrown down the cliffs will fall and every wall will fall to the ground then i will call for a war against gog on all my mountains says the lord god everyone's sword will attack the soldier next to him i will punish gog with disease and death i will send a heavy rain with hailstones and burning sulfur on gog his army in the many nations with him then i will show how great i am i will show my holiness and i will make myself known to the many nations that watch then they will know that i am the lord that is what god says will happen to gog and magog and the many nations that come against israel in the end days says the death of Gog and his army. That goes on. This is chapter 39. So it says human prophecy against Gog and say, this is what the Lord God says. I am against you, Gog, chief ruler of Meshach and Tubal. I will turn you around and lead you. I will bring you from the far north and send you to attack the mountains of Israel. I will knock your bow out of your left hand and throw down your arrows from your right hand. You, all your troops in the nations, with you will fall dead on the mountains of Israel. 
I will let you be food for every bird that eats meat and for every wild animal. You will lie fallen on the ground because I have spoken, says the Lord God. I will send fire on Magog and those who live in safety on the coastlands. Then they will know that I am the Lord. God continues and he says, I will make myself known among the people of Israel. And I will not let myself be dishonored anymore. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord, the Holy One in Israel. It is coming. It will happen, says the Lord God. The time I talked about is coming. And then it goes on to talk more about what the Lord will do. So, read Ezekiel 38 and 39 if you want to know the rest of the story. As Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story so anyway good day um no so uh yeah get it tell you get in the word of god let the word of god get into you because you're not gonna know what is happening in the end days unless you get into the bible and you read it for yourself all right i'm gonna get off of here you guys or was that use guys oh my goodness 51 minutes i'm so sorry anyway um i hope you guys um uh i i I hope this points you back to you to the word of god i hope that this gives you um man a, a fire for the lord's word you know just man just you know encourages you to read his word to dig into the word of god um you know days are short and, you know, when I go to meet the Lord God and I fall upon my face, you know, and I meet Jesus, man, I I just, you know, I want to know as much about him as I can. You know, you don't want to go. What if you're going on an interview? Think about that. When you when you go to interview with a company, what do you do? You research that company. You want to know everything you can about that company. You know, about the person interviewing. You want to know everything. You know what I mean? Well, honey, we're all going to heaven. We're all, well, not all, I take that back. All of us believers is what I mean. All of us who put our faith in Christ alone, in his word alone, in grace alone, we are all going to heaven. And so my my thing is I want to know as much as I can, you know, so when then I get there, you know, I want to hear, well done, uh, my good and faithful servant, you know, because some, you know, just because you have a head knowledge of Jesus doesn't mean that you're saved. The demons know who Jesus is and they tremble. So um, put your faith in Christ today. I implore you today, please don't, don't wait. Don't wait. I mean, just don't. Time is too short. We don't know what's going to happen. We have nuclear war going. It could be threatening right now. We have China threatening Taiwan. They're also going to be threatening the United States. We have an extremely weak, incompetent president in the United States, and the vice president is just as incompetent, uh, maybe even more so. Um, You know, we don't know what's going to happen, but God knows what's going to happen. Us Christians know what the Bible tells us, therefore we know all these things are going to happen. So, as I always say, don't wait. I, man, I implore you, don't wait. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Don't let the devil deceive you and tell you you have plenty of time to make that decision because you don't. You don't. And why would you want to wait? Why? Living for the Lord is the best decision you're ever going to make. Because if you think you have any control over your life, you don't. You have zero control over your life. God is in control. My faith is in God. And I don't worry because my God walks before me and he walks behind me. And he has his angels surrounding me. I know that Psalm 91. So don't wait to make that decision for Christ. Because, you know, I know we're all sinners. And we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We all deserve death the wages of sin is death we deserve hell but god loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son christ and christ jesus loves us so much 
that he left heaven to be born of a virgin. Is of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary born in a stable in a manger where animals were. This is the God, the King of King and Lord of Lords. Came from heaven, left glory to come here to live a life like us, like a human. So if you ever think that Jesus Christ cannot relate to you, think again, my brothers and sisters. Think again. He lived a life just like a human. He was tempted just as we are. He lived just like we did. He understands trials, tribulations. He understands that. He understands how you feel. Don't ever think he doesn't because he lived just like we did. He lived the perfect life, though. He didn't sin. He lived a perfect life. He was our sacrifice. It should have been me on the cross. It should have been you on the cross. We should have died and gone to hell. But Christ, in his love, in mercy, in obedience, died in our place on the cross. And he didn't just die on the cross. He took the wrath of God in our place on the cross. That's what he did for you and me. He died. Three days later, he was raised again. God raised him from the dead. Three days later, he ascended to heaven. I think it was like 30 days or 40 days later. He sits on the right hand of the throne of God. And that's important to know that he sits because it's finished. Victory is won. He has won the victory. He's conquered death. It's finished, he said. So remember that. You remember who you're putting your faith in. Your faith is in Christ Jesus. Not in faith. Your faith is not a thing. Your faith is in Christ Jesus. That is our hope and our faith. So don't listen to the health, wealth, prosperity pages. Like, you know, you just don't have enough faith. That's why you're not healed. No. That is heresy heresy we're all gonna die folks unless we're raptured before put your faith in christ and let christ use you to comfort people to reach people to encourage people the days are short they're so short we can be called home at any minute and then what are you gonna do you won't be able to proclaim Christ anymore. We'll be with him. But for a lost and dying world, we are the salt in the light. So be a watchman on the wall. Days are short. All right, I'm getting off of here. I've rambled long enough, guys. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble. And I just pray that something I said might have encouraged you. At least to go get into the word of God and dig into the word of God or make your profession for Christ. You don't have to be in a church to make your profession for Christ today. You don't. You can be driving down the road. You could be walking. You could be sitting in bed. You could be taking a shower. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care. You could be sitting at your desk. Whatever. You don't have to be in a special place. It doesn't have to be like that. It is you making a decision. Jesus Christ, I know you're a King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus, I know that you came and you died on the cross. To forgive me for my sin. Your blood is what forgives me for my sins. I am a sinner, Lord Jesus. I ask you to please forgive me for my sins. I want to live for you. Please be the Lord of my life. And guess what? He will. And the Bible says you are a new creature in Christ. Whatever you've done in the past, I don't care how bad, how disgusting, how immoral, how evil, doesn't matter. Christ's blood washes that away and the bible says you are a brand new person in christ you're a brand new creature in christ all that is gone jesus says as far as the east is from the west is so far that he has removed your sin from you and guess what he didn't just remove your sin from you he forgets it i have blotted it out god says i remember it no more so don't let Satan bring up your past sin to you. Remember this, remember this. Well, guess what? We have an advocate with the Father, and that is Jesus Christ. So remember that. Don't let Satan bring that up and make you feel guilty all over again. Because once you've been forgiven, you better forget it because God has. All right. 
Now I'm going to get off here. I really am now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, God bless you guys. I pray for the peace in Ukraine and for the peace in Russia. Folks, the people of Russia don't want this war just as much as the people of Ukraine don't. It's Putin in the military. And probably not even his military. We should pray for Ukraine and Russia and the people of China and Taiwan. We need to pray for the world, you guys. We need to pray that people would come to Christ. So, with that, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. <laughs>